This week on Boag World, we talk colours, become zen about our coding, and canvas opinions from our users. Finally, we also get analytical on our iPhones. Hello, Marcus, and welcome to the show. It's good to have you with us today. Is it Rainbow? We're, we're going yes. back in time. Rainbow. George, wow. George and Zippy. That's very appropriate, considering one of our one of our apps today is a colour app, very much like a rainbow. Like a rainbow. But I've done that segue way too early. <laughs> no doubt we have hours of waffle first. There could be a rainbow outside today, but I wouldn't be able to tell because it hasn't actually got light today. No, <laughs> it is miserable, isn't it? It really is yeah. quite appalling. This so, is England in November. England mm. at its best. Really I'm nice. dissatisfied <laughs> again. This See, time, was me thinking that you were content in your later life. Um, <laughs> now you've crossed the I've, crossed feeling, the hurdle. I'm feeling that I failed as a blogger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you see, all of the cool, you know, like. Huffington posts and the and the the you know Mac rumors and things like that. Yeah, they've all got insiders, right? So they say someone close to the president or <laughs> our insider at Apple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. I yeah. never get to write anything like that. That's just, really sad. Just make it up. Shall I make it up? That's Is that what they do? Do you reckon? Couldn't possibly comment. Um, I want to. I want like the inside track on stuff. Like what? I don't know. I mean, the first anything. example was very good. Um, the, the sources close to the president. president. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So In, I want insider at Apple. Mm. Well, no, that's, yeah, <laughs> who cares? No, that's what I want. I want like insider knowledge on stuff. Actually, now I think about it, I do get a little bit. I'm playing with something called mixture which is um, a competitor to Hammer that's just come out. Well, kind of competitor. I don't so, know what Hammer was, wouldn't I? No. Well, we're <laughs> going to cover it okay. in the oh, show. Hooray. Not today, but oh, right. um, soon. I need to get Dan on for that because Dan has been playing with Hammer for a while. I've been playing with Mixture, um, and so we want to kind of compare the two. They sound a head-to-head. Thrilling. They, you're going to be more excited than you can possibly imagine. More excited than I can cope with. Yes. At my... At your delicate age. <laughs> I'm just feeling a bit poorly. I seem to say that every week. I've got, I reckon I've yeah, had a virus for about me, two years. You accuse me of being the sickly one. Well, you are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so are you then. It's catching. I just don't think it's going going away. I'm just knackered I all think the it's, time. it's weather. You've got sad. I've got sad. See, I don't feel sad. I just disorder. feel tired. Yeah, well, that's the same thing, isn't it? Is it? Lethargy. Yeah. I, Sign of depression, that. Not being able to get up and stuff. Yeah, I've true, always thought it? you was a very depressive person. <laughs> no, I'm normally quite good at getting up, actually. But anyway, blah. Why are we talking about Boring. this? Nobody cares about no, this. No, even I don't care about yes. it. Yes. So, this week on the podcast, we have got four really good apps, actually. And we also have a, a listener contribution. Which, Ooh! I know. <laughs> it's like we have listeners. Only the one. Just the one. Yeah. Just the one. No, no, no. Ah, yeah, this is cool. This right. This is cool. Go on, then. I've got... Um, an inquiry 
yeah. uh, website design this morning yeah. uh, from a podcast listener yeah. in Tahiti. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> we so need to go there. So, yeah, you can imagine it, basically an hour's meeting in Tahiti would take a week. Oh, it'd be worth it, mine. <laughs> I don't think you can get any further away. That'd be awesome. Is there any way we can work with them? Please make it so. No, I was saying this on Twitter that I'm just fed up with British winters. I'm going to go and live somewhere else. At the moment, I'm leaning towards Australia. What, like that? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know which way you have to lean for Australia. Um, yes. Shall we just it's move part, Headscape to another country? No, it's part, it's part of what makes you English. It's part of what I ma- don't want to be English, then. I want to be Australian and warm. No, but it would be wrong you being all chipper and happy. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marcus, it wouldn't be me. So, so yes, we obviously do have people to listen to the podcast, which is good, and I really appreciate it. When Whilst they, having they a barbecue in the garden. Yes, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Have we reached that point in our relationship, Marcus, where yeah. we say the same thing at the same time? We really have been working together too long. Yes, it's so, a very long time. So, should we do our first, uh, first app of the day? Okay, so this is a designer app, and I stumbled across this recently, and it's a thing of beauty, and I had to buy it instantly, even though I have no use for it whatsoever. Sounds like you, Paul. Yeah, that sounds about um, right. Says the man that the just before we started recording, it's decided it's going to... say this in... So, so it's recorded? Why? Somebody might hear. What? That it's recorded? <laughs> I think they might realise it's not live. Although I do want to start doing live shows game. Ooh. Well, it was just really interesting going on. See, we're not getting on to the app at all. That's okay. I was going to talk about it's not the same without Lee as well. No, it's not as good without Lee. This is true. Well, it's not the same. I didn't say it was good. It's not as good. Listening back to last last week's episode (laughs) was just like listening to three giggly schoolgirls. Yeah. Well, kind of loud, low-voiced giggly schoolgirls. Can't can't we describe it instead as, you know, manly banter or something rather than giggly schoolgirls? (sighs) Yeah, I could try that. But yeah, I can. it, It was getting to the point of complete drivel. <laughs> Most of it, and I'm wondering whether people, whether, yeah, please, please have some feedback on this one. How did how, we go too far? No, don't, ask, <laughs> don't ask that because the answer you always divide people, and yeah, that's yeah. that's where we ended up doing the the stuff we did before that was all very worthy. Oh, the boring stuff, yeah, yeah but it was kind of boring. No, what I was going to say is, how dare you criticize me buying apps when just before we recorded this, you were going la, on about la, la, la. getting an iMac <laughs> for no good reason whatsoever <laughs> and talking about getting chris drunk in order to persuade him to let you buy it well it's the only way it's going to happen oh, there's no way no way on earth well no i'm recycling or continuing to use see i carry on using my laptop uh you're not going to convince him yeah the fact you're sitting there going uh, <laughs> and you're averting your gaze and fiddling with things you know you're talking bollocks basically <laughs> ben, ben, ben. well no because you know you have to get a new machine uh, to run stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> what stuff? Uh, <laughs> what stuff exactly? Um, stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, it doesn't matter. What doesn't matter? You don't, you don't need a nice iMac because so, you're you not... you don't need this app. You're not using great apps like this. I, on the uh, other hand... That I'm bought not using great- it either. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Spectrum. Let's get to the point. What is it, Paul? Um, it's an intuitively designed, beautiful colour scheme app. That's what it says on the screen. Now, it's mm. basically a colour picker, which makes it sound really crap. No, but it is a lot more it, than that. 
It's for designing. Hey, if you've ever used Adobe Cooler online, you've, have you used Adobe Cooler? No. Uh, link in the show notes. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Because you're pronouncing it strangely. Well, how I don't know you how you colour. Yeah, it's colour. It's it? colour with a K. Yeah, it's bad spelling and uh, spelt wrong. K U L E R. Yes, I have cooler. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, whatever. But yes, I have. It's a bit like that, but right. it, it runs locally on your Mac. It's a Mac app. Sorry, guys. Um, but it, it's really quite powerful. I mean, you can do some um, awesome kind of stuff with it in terms of uh, combining colors and uh, applying color theory to stuff. So you pick one color and then you use color theory to suggest a broader palette. Um, it's obviously got a screen color picker, as you'd expect. Um, you can do all kinds of visualization stuff and show it in pretty ways. Um, you can also import and export, obviously, to things like Photoshop and stuff like that. Um, it's also, which is quite nice, you can put an image into it and it'll extract a, a color palette from an image. I mean, these are all kind of tools that are available online, but it's just so nice to have it as a, a native, beautifully designed app. It's one of those apps that you buy simply because it looks nice, not because you have any use for it whatsoever. Although, you, yeah, what you're saying is it is useful. You just said it was useful. It brings things together yeah. into one place. Yeah, yes. I guess that that is, is its use. I'm just trying to find out the price of it. £13.99. Pounds sterling. Mm. So, isn't it, I, you know, it's it's... For what it is, that's a relatively expensive price, I think, considering there are free tools out there on the web that do the same thing. Um, but it does do it in just such a nice way. It, unfortunately, this is one of those tools that sucks for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because it is totally <laughs> a visual tool. So you need to go along to their website. There'll be a link in the show notes. So go along to boagworld.com and you can get to it via that. Um, and watch their video tour. Um, because it is a really lovely to kind of see the cool things you can do with it and have a nice play and create um, all your nice colour palettes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I... I've got nothing else to say on it. It's, it's one, another one mm. of those that it's, it's nice. It's nice if you're a designer, if you've you got want the it. money, buy it. Yeah, I think that's what you're well, saying. Well, no, no, if you're a designer and have the money, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're not, a welder, I yeah. wouldn't bother. <laughs> it's not for my wife running a pet shop. No. No? Well, uh, actually, no. saying uh. that, could use it for, for internal uh, interior decorating. If you want to work out a colour palette for your for your bedroom. I'm currently decorating my bedroom. Have I bored you? Is your there? bedroom still painted black, red and grey like all teenage boys? No. Did you have a black, red, and grey bedroom when you were a teenager? No, I didn't. Actually. Oh, no, you probably didn't have a bedroom. You were touring the world, weren't you, as a pop what, star? When I was a teenager. Well, well okay. I can move it. No, 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 I didn't. Right. No, currently I've been wallpapering. To- <sighs> what? Well, there's your problem. <laughs> I actually quite like it. It's quite therapeutic, but not when you have to do it on a Sunday afternoon. No. See, <laughs> I, I would never wallpaper. I can barely paint. If I paint, I end up covered with more paint than wall. <laughs> I, I'm just a kiss of death. Wallpaper, it would turn into some kind of Three Stooges sketch. It would, it, it <laughs> lots just, of swearing. It would be lots of, well, no, there's lots of swearing. No, but no, I'd be no, putting no. my hand through it and, yeah. you know, it would just be bad. I'd end up wallpapered, basically. <laughs> or I'd have wallpapered my son against the wall and I'd just be yeah. bump over him. You know, that, that would be very much the experience. 
So anyway, yes, that's what I'm doing at the moment. So yes, Man. you need spectrum. I need to spectrum to help you pick your colour palette. Do I really? No, <laughs> I, I was just stretching it. But it is a lovely app, app and I do recommend checking it out. Um, I I've nothing else to say on that. So shall we move on? <laughs> Okay, so next up is a tool for developers called Emmet. E M M E T. Okay, looking it up. Yeah. Now this is a tool that. Well, I got quite excited when I saw this. Oh yeah, oh this looks good. It's a a, co- a tool for helping you to code. When I actually went and looked at it, looked at it, I realised that I'd known about it for a long time, and it's called Zen Coding. And Zen Coding is essentially an add-in that supports a whole, or uh, goes into a whole range of different editors, from Sublime Text to TextMate to Espresso to Coda, you name it. Um, probably your coding ed- uh, coding environment of choice supports it. And essentially, what it is is a toolkit for web developers to kind of speed up stuff. So it's got all kinds of functionalities. For example, you can type a CSS-like abbreviation in your HTML, like, for example, um, uh, UL um, hash nav, um, you know, uh, and it will automatically expand that out into a UL um, with um, with the ID nav. Um, equally, you could put um, li dot items, but you can then also specify um, star four, and so it'll expand that out into four list uh, four list items with the class of items on okay. it. Okay, so it's a, a kind of quick hand wa- way of write, writing HTML. You look so bored; it's unbelievable. Mm. So basically, um, <laughs> I've got the Indiana Jones music in my head. Have you? Why? 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 Because I think I was humming it. Earlier. You, I've yeah, got I it in my head. You, I blame you. Well, now that's really spooky. Perhaps <laughs> even our minds are in sync. <laughs> um, other things that it'll do. Let's have a look. What else it'll do? What does it do, Paul? You can also um, navigate quickly through kind of matching, um, you know, groups of tags and input stuff um, in tags. In a, so, for example, you could put in an href on a whole list of list items in one go rather than going through and adding them to each individual item in turn. So um, you can do matching pairs is another thing you can do. You can toggle comments on and off. Yeah, so it expands briefly. It basically does loads of stuff and is definitely worth checking out it's a really really useful tool for kind of getting going really fast um it's got things like a lorem ipsum generator built into it um all kinds of random but useful um tools that can uh, make a huge difference you know you can remove tags you can split and join tags you can merge tags you can update image sizes you can do all kinds of math expressions in it um just it seems to be expanding all the time and they're doing more and more work on it um i don't know why they've renamed it from from zen coding i liked zen and emmet i don't know what emmet is about what does that mean something is i don't know the bloke i play golf with is called emmet um apparently <laughs> that's fascinating yeah, the dictionary hasn't helped and wikipedia hasn't helped in terms it's probably someone's name probably so it's like, um, I mean, the way, best way of thinking about it is like a, a taking HTML snippets to a whole new level, you know, where you can kind of 
and create dynamic um, chunks or quick chunks of HTML code by typing CSS-like expressions. Um, and it is really nice. I've been using it for a long time. And, uh, but they seem to have expanded it out since I originally installed it and set it up. Um, and it does loads more now. And I'm excited to see where it's going. Um, and I'll be using the cool new features it has too. We're blasting through them today. Yeah, well, usually it's just endless waffle. Today, we, we, to we, the we, point. We'll probably find a bit of endless waffle quite soon, I would have thought. What? What, what? what are you suggesting? Uh, it normally happens anyway. It, it happens, happens naturally. It happens naturally, and we've we've said that this is quick and uh, to the point this week when probably it won't be. No. To this point it has been. So far, <laughs> we're doing well. Um, Qualaroo is our next um, application. Who's this for? Qualaroo. This is for our website owners. Okay. Um, this is uh, this is something that um, I... One of the big problems when you're a website owner is is understanding what's going on with your users, right? You can use apps like Verify App to test designs. You can do usability testing. But a part of the whole mix of stuff that's available there is good old-fashioned surveys. Yes. Right? Um, and surveys are great in principle, but it can be quite difficult to kind of get users to the um to actually complete them you know and and also you don't want it to be too distracting from the main call of action you know if you want somebody to buy something you don't want them filling in surveys so there's got to be a better way to doing surveys now there are a few um tools similar to quarreloo quarreloo is one of those tools where you get this kind of pop-up window with some you know one or two very very basic questions um, but this one seems particularly nicely implemented, um, and I have to say I like it. But instead of me waffling on about it, this one was was recommended to us um, rather than we randomly found it. Um, it's recommended by the people that build it, like no, the last one. No, no, this time <laughs> this one this one was recommended by Mike Bray, um, CEO of Qualaroo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I've checked out his credentials. He is. Uh, an acceptable individual. Um, <laughs> acceptable. And we, we, we trust him implicitly oh, in his opinion okay. on all things. Well, I've no idea. I don't know the guy at all. You're making it up. I am making it up. So what we have is um, he went the extra mile. He did, I know, <laughs> which is why we're featuring him on the show, because he has recorded a little audio review that we're going to play, boys Smashing. and girls. We're back into the, the rainbow voice. There we go. Okay, so everyone sit down and make themselves that comfortable. That sounds creepy, Paul. Stop it. Well, don't, but all <laughs> children's presenters do sound creepy. Oh, we're going to get into Jimmy Savile territory if we're not careful. Yeah. Right, here is Mike with what he's got to say about Qualaroo. It's got to be Australian, right? With a name like that? You'd think so. Qualaroo. Okay, here's Mike. So, oh, uh, a minute. Yeah. We'll get on to Mike. Hang on a minute. But yeah. That was an Australian accent? Yes. <laughs> Sounded like an American accent. But anyway, play, I'm hurt. Play, play I'm hurt. the clip. You've hurt me. Yeah, oh, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's Mike. 
Hi, Paul and Marcus. Really enjoying this season of the show. And as awesome. a website owner, there's a user feedback tool that I've used in my work this year that I thought people might be interested in. Um, the name is definitely the worst part about it. It used to be called Kiss Insights, as in Keep It Simple Stupid, uh, but it's recently been renamed to the equally bad Qualaroo. So that's Q-U-A-L-A-R-O-O. And it's used for gathering feedback from your website's users about a given page of your site. The way it does that um, is by using a really streamlined mini feedback form that shoots up from the bottom corner of the screen and asks users for their feedback on just one or two customised questions right there and then on the page itself where they can type their answers and submit without leaving the page. Um, in terms of how we've used it, I work in-house looking after the website for an organisation called the Mersey Forest. We're a tree planting charity in Merseyside and Cheshire. And when we relaunched our website earlier this year, we found Qualaroo to be really, really effective. We wanted to get user feedback about our new site, but without one of those horrible, unrealistic pop-up boxes that ask if you have five minutes to take a website survey, because we felt that just wasn't going to wash with our users. Yeah. Um, so Qualaroo was a great um, solution. It's really bite-sized, really convenient, um, gives the user one simple task to complete right there and then, and really seemed to increase the likelihood that users would go ahead and do that, and that was how it panned out. We got some great feedback, and we were really pleased with it. In terms of prices, um, there is a free version, but we found that to be quite uh, limited and restrictive. Uh, but the paid version is only $29 per month, and you can turn it on and off, so we went for that. In terms of downsides, um, the feedback forms don't display on iOS devices, and so you don't get feedback from those users, which is a bit of a pain. But other than that, we found it to be really, really good, and uh, definitely one to check out. Cheers. The man, the man obviously is an expert. He appreciates how great this season is. So he's a man of taste. <laughs> I recognise his voice. I know. That's quite scary, isn't it? I vaguely do as well. It's like, oh. Is he stalking us? <laughs> no, I feel, I, th I think I kind of That's know, know someone who talks like that. I, I want an insider and I want a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> I want my own stalker. Yeah. Fine. Have you okay, ever watched... You, it's fame you're after, isn't it? Have you ever watched 30 Rock? No. Do you watch... Oh, no. There's a woman, a woman in that that is one of the actresses, and she's uh, obsessed with her stalker and stuff. Yes. I'm quite into surveys at the moment. They are currently are on you? my I think they're good list. Why? Because I... We, well, we set up one recently for a Headscape client that was very successful. Um... I think one of the reasons why they work now better than they did five years ago, say, yeah. is because because of social media, effectively. I mean, this was for a, um, it's for a university, so obviously there are lots of Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, particularly with this with this particular institution, uh, associated with the institution that we could go in to the group and say, "Hi, we're Headscape. We're doing some design work." We'd really like you to help us out by filling a um, filling in a survey for us. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you've got this already interested audience, right? Which makes makes it, it basically meant that we could get a lot of responses um, very quickly and easily. Yeah, uh, and we even managed to cover some obscure target audiences, right? And that was that was a shock. It was kind of like the first question, which is uh, in surveys often, um, yeah, you know. It, it, which the following describes you. Yeah. Uh, and then you can kind of work out from 
well, yes. whatever they whatever they've said in the first question, you can then kind of suss out their responses you to all the filter. others. Yeah. Exactly. So we got nearly ten percent of them were business users. And right. This is to a higher education yeah, institution. That's good. So it was a very effective. We got four hundred responses in two weeks. It will. You that's know, not bad. Very very effective. Um, just a, a good thing. I mean, we're, we're, we were in the past. I've thought, you know, can you trust these results? Are the kind of people that respond to these typical users? Yeah. You never really know. But I think the fact that we could, we can now go into, as I said, as I've just said, into groups that are already there and already part of an institution in a kind of way. Yeah. Um, it, they work a lot better. Same thing applies to testing, as we've been discussing with things like Verify App. Yeah, I guess another good thing if you've done a survey you know you've got the people that responded to the survey are obviously open to participation and would be then a good group to com- uh, to potentially follow up and do usability testing with as well exactly um it's this idea of getting to more than six or seven people yeah. that you can face to face in a day yeah we got to 400 on that and on yeah. design testing we've done recently we, we were getting four or five hundred responses yeah so it has to, it has to be simpler and you have to think carefully about how you build these things yeah and the questions um, you ask are a huge but if you get thing. it right mm. it's really effective i mean i guess this is uh no i'm trying to put an australian <laughs> accent on but, but i'm just getting worse so, now sorry? i've just lost the ability hey. to speak at all. <laughs> um <laughs> That, it, this is a bit different because it seems to be like a single in, um, question yeah, yeah. on the page kind of thing. But I, I would be interested to see whether, uh, I, you know, I haven't kind of delved too much into this. I haven't actually tried it yet. But I wonder whether the questions can be tailored per page or... I think that's what he was trying to say. In, was in, that what he was getting report? at? Right. Well, uh, well, I was thinking, what does that mean? I was thinking, well, it can only mean you can... Have different different questions on different customization. Yeah, it has to be on a per page basis. It can't be on a per user basis because they won't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, from my point of view, that what would be quite interesting, so something like a blog, is did you find this post useful? Mm. You know, a question as simple as that, so you can get a feel of what you know what users actually like and what they don't. Um, the, so the, there are kind of the, this is a little bit of a different tool. It's a kind of a snap question. Um, it looks really easy to implement. I'm a little confused by, um, oh, here we go, custom targeting. Uh, we know not all visitors are equal. We make decisions to drive the business. Um, okay, so you can customize who sees this, like only returning users, only mm-hmm. those identified in my whitelist. Anyone who has already visited the page two times, signed in users, users who have viewed more than the page for more than twenty seconds, that kind of thing. That's nice. Very nice, actually. Um, How much does it cost? Well, the, yeah, this is this is the interesting. Oh, he said, didn't he? Twenty nine something dollars yeah. a month. For some reason, they don't have under their plans. They've got premium plans plural Mm. and yet they don't give you prices on those plans which is really annoying and also i'm slightly confused as to why um he found the free plan um limiting because you can create unlimited surveys and nudges whatever a nudge is i haven't got that far yet um i really ought to review these things more thoroughly open them up actually have a look at them install them even Mm. 
Um, they've got like a target, you know, can have up to a thousand visitors per month, which is reasonable. Um, detailed response reports. That seems pretty good free plan to me. I mean, okay, it hasn't got API into third party integration. It doesn't have a dedicated account manager. Um, it doesn't have Google um, Analytics integration, but mm, I, that would seem like a reasonable, nice tool to kick you off with, I would have thought. Um, you could do all kinds of things as well. You can display a Facebook-like widget um, on on the survey. So if it, it, when people have completed the survey, they can you can encourage them to share it on Facebook or mm. share it on Twitter. You can redirect them to another page. You can give them a custom thank you message. It's a nice little app. I, I think I might give this one a go on um, on mm. Boag World and try it out. Actually, you know, give it a better, better, better run for its money. So yes, very interesting. Like this one a lot. Okay, so our final pick of the week is our mobile app, and this one I think will appeal to anyone that runs a website, really of pretty much any size. It's called Analytics Tiles app.com okay so it's a iphone ipad app it's available both i think it's a universal as i remember which is really nice and it is a very attractive very easy to use simple straightforward way of um, looking at your google analytics results um, via an iphone app yeah so it is really beautifully done. It's as the name implies. It's made up of tiles. Looking at it now, um, and those um, those little squares think almost like the Windows Metro kind of look and feel they've got going these days. Um, so and those tiles are fully customizable, so you can decide what um, content you want to display on each of the tiles. Um, so you might want to show what percentage of returning users um, you have on one tile or what the bounce rate is on another or, um, you know, whatever you want, really. You can put whatever key metrics. It also supports things like um, custom events um, and that kind of stuff. Beautifully designed. Um, you can exp- um, have graphs on there as well that span multiple tiles. Um, you can zoom in on some of the, the details. You can add your own custom color palettes. Um, it's got different themes. It's also got a nice little what's called an autopilot mode, which is a bit of a strange. Yeah, I was trying to find that. Yeah, essentially, what that is um, is you can uh, for for people that are you know obsessed with analytics, and it's very easy to become obsessed. You can um, pop it up on your you know put your iPhone in a dock or whatever, mm. and it will automatically keep refreshing it. Okay. Um, and updating it to kind of give you a um, a feel of, you know, what's going on on your site. Not that I can't think that's going to be that useful because Google Analytics don't update that regularly. And from what I can see, the analytics uh, tile doesn't support the kind of live um, uh what's it called the live updating Mm. that that google is starting to experiment with on their site there are other apps that do but this one this particular one doesn't um yeah it's it's a really useful app for kind of staying on top of your analytics without kind of getting too bogged down um in the kind of messing around with it it's a nice ongoing monitoring tool rather than a deep analytics tool if you you know if you really want to dig into your analytics then you much much if you had your own little e-commerce shop thing yeah it would be perfect and and you were 
when it was just your baby and yeah. you were off and off doing other things, you could keep keep up to date Absolutely. with what's Absolutely. It, it's great. It would be great for a site like Headscape. Um, mm. It would be good for, for that kind of size of site. Um, I would say it would be good for a blog, and it would be good for that. But actually, I'm coming around increasingly to... Um, uh, on my own blog, I'm using WordPress, the WordPress iPhone app itself, mm. which ties in with um, a product that WordPress has produced called Jetpack. And Jetpack has, amongst many, many, it's a Jetpack is like a collection of plugins. Link right. in the show notes, by the way, um, a collection of plugins. And one of their plugins is like this basic analytics package, which I think is brilliantly set up for a blog because it focuses. It's very easy to see what's going on. It tells you, you know, you can click on any day um, and it not only is showing you how much traffic you're getting on that day, it also tells you what you've blogged on that day so you could get a sense of what's working. So that's really good as well. Mm. But I do like this. I think I like it because of its clean visual appearance. Um, Because it looks nice again. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It looks nice. It's customizable. You can get all the data you can possibly imagine, really, um, that you'd get from Google Analytics, but in a lot more of a pleasing way. Is it... It's a tool for reading those analytics rather than setting them up. So it's not very good for kind of... You can't, for example, set up an event... um, uh, or do a lot of kind of complex filtering or that kind of stuff, but just for reading your um, your your basic um, uh, your stats, this is the tool for you. I absolutely, highly recommend it. Check it out. It's only two ninety nine. I know, absolute bargain. What more can you ask? Oh, really? Dollars, two ninety nine dollars. Yeah, so really good and cheap. Check it out. Um, it's in the app store waiting for you there <laughs> it is it's waiting for you. waiting for you it is <laughs> so that is there's the- lots of millions of different versions of it each with with uh, customers names on yes <laughs> there is one with your name on it oh that for some reason that just really reminded me of that bit in blackadder in blackadder goes forth the very first um scene out of the that series is um, Blackadder sitting listening to a, um, a record playing, yeah. and it's got that really scratchy sound you I get on this. on records. Yeah. You know, the yeah, wandering yeah. minstrel eye or whatever yeah, he's yeah. listening to, and it's got scratch, 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 yeah, yeah. scratch. And he he turns off the music, but the scratching carries on, right? <laughs> um, and uh, and Blackadder looks confused for a moment, and he says, mm. "Baldrick, what are you doing?" Yeah. Right? And Baldrick outside of the room says. I'm I'm carving my name on this bullet, right? <laughs> yes, this is. I'm remembering this now. And, and Blackadder replies, "Why are you doing that?" And Baldrick says, "Because if I own, they, they say that there's a bullet with your name on it, and yeah. if I own it, then I won't get shot by it." Yes, I do. So I that. just think that's actually yeah. brilliant. And I don't know what made me think of that. Oh, you talked about having an app with your name on it. Your name on it, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So after that, my poor rendition of what was a very funny scene in Blackadder, we must therefore move to a poor rendition of a a joke. poor rendition Uh, of a joke. This is a new joke. Somebody sent me a new... Who sent it to you? Andrew Rothman. Hey, Andrew. I know Andrew. It's actually, uh, it's quite apt at the moment as well. Oh. Because... It's not about Jimmy Savile. No, it's about James Bond. James Bond. Oh, that's good. So, do you want to hear the joke? No, but (laughs) but, uh, that's not going to stop you. Um, Heard about the new James Bond branded male enhancement pill? (laughs) Have you? Have you heard about it? No. It doesn't just make you last longer, it makes you Roger Moore. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> so oh, there you go. There we go. I, feel, I don't feel Thank like you, Andrew. It's been the best show this week. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Four apps. There are some really good apps there. I think Qualaroo. Uh, Qualaroo. I can't say it now. I've, I've got a mental block. Um, it's a great app to check out. Um, and Zen Coding in particular, I, I absolutely adore. I could tell you what's on next week. Go on then, Paul. What's well, on Because you couldn't do this last no, week. No, and I you actually, said you could. I said I could. Failed. And I can follow through this. I have got next week. So next week, we're going to look at um, an app called Pixar. I Which, can't believe you've actually got a set of ah, apps to look at. I know, I have. Pixar. Okay. Pixar, great app. Um, we're going to do that hammer versus mixture thing, presuming okay. I can get Dan on the show. If not, we'll probably do it anyway. Um, we've got, for website owners, we've got, um, we're going to look at tools like Text Expander. Um, and then finally, for mobile, we're going to look at Gusto, which okay. I just think is a great app. Gusto. Gusto. Fine. So there you go. That's next week's show. Tune in. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. Guaranteed. <laughs> Money back. <laughs> what? Oh, it's free. Yes, yeah. We, we can say that. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. All right. Talk to you next week then, guys. Cheers. Bye. Designing, developing, and running websites on a daily basis.